Andrea think they can understand what we've been through? They can't. They will never understand what we've been through in this house. Because we're the four that survived, I guess, and made it through. And but good luck, Andrea. And jo jo Joanna. Joanne. Hi, welcome to another episode of Mattress in the Pool Pod. I am doing double duty today because um, I have the time and I really liked it when I had a bunch of stuff recorded or at least a, more than one episode recorded at a time. So then I could just edit stuff periodically and then have it scheduled a couple weeks before and that kind of gives me a break instead of having to like rush and edit stuff. I'm trying to get back on a better schedule with doing that. So, um, and also the, the last episode was very boring, so it was very quick to get through. And, uh, so I was like, fuck it, let's record another one. Um, so yeah, nothing has changed within the past, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into this episode. So this is the season finale. This is not the final episode of the season, but this is the season finale. This is the last day that the girls spend in the BGC house. So this episode is called, it's episode 20, it is called Happy Ending, and it aired on April 24th of 2007. It's such a long season. The season started in like December. It's crazy. That's like December, January, February, March. It's like a four or five month season. That's insane. Um, so, um, if we don't, if you did not watch the previous episode or listen to my commentary on the episode um jody has left the house so um that's what the episode ends so the episode begins with the girls coming home and realizing that jody is gone and this shit made me fucking laugh they were like the only thing left of her is like the tanning solution on the floor and you see like this like orange spot on the floor i'm like oh my god um and jojo decides that she's gonna play like she didn't know like she they were like you know jody's gone and she's like oh yeah i didn't see anything i didn't know i was in bed um amy says that she feels confused and betrayed but i'm like girl y'all were just getting into it with her i guess, I guess amy she said she felt like her and jody were closer than that I don't know how, but okay. At the same time, I get it. They shared this experience with each other from the beginning, and I guess, you know, she didn't think she was going to go out like that. Um, Carrie says that she thinks it's sad that Jody left without them, you know, kind of being able to work things out. So, I do think that Carrie did want to work things out with um Jody. And she did value their friendship even though she hung out with Deanne a lot. <laughs> um and Deanne says this like similar thing. She's like, I feel like we all could have got through this situation together and came out okay. And I, honestly, yeah, I mean there's been way bigger conflicts in the house. Like this, I think this they could have gotten over. This is so stupid. Um, but again, I think it was so close to the end that Jody was just like, fuck it. Um, so um we are reaching our the final days in the house. 
And before they leave, Deanne wants to do something for charity. She says that when Leslie left and was, you know, saying that, you know, we're all here to better ourselves and we should all be doing some things and taking action, that really made her think about that. Um, so she is looking into doing something, doing a charity event before they all leave. Um, Zara asks Amy if she will miss anybody. And she says, I will, but I'm not going to cry. I'm not really, I'm not really someone who cries a lot. Um, and then we cut to Andrea. <laughs> She's grilling Jojo about Jody leaving. And Jojo claims she went to bed at 11. And that's that. She didn't know. And Jojo says um, that, you know, like, obviously like in the confessional like not to andrea she says that she promised jody that she wouldn't say anything and she's holding to her word uh, andrea says that jody is obsessed with carrie and is a psycho um so um deanne has decided to talk to this charity called Hope's Nest, and it's to help troubled teenagers. And they have a goal to raise $5,000 for the organization. And Amy is just like, not for it. She's like, girl, didn't nobody sign me up for this shit? And she basically is like, girl, I don't feel like doing this. Like, and I don't think that she doesn't want to help people, but it sounds like work, and it's just like, these are my last few days in this house. I kind of want to relax. And I kind of feel that. Um, so I don't think it came from a place of not wanting to help people. I think she was just like, now? Now y'all want to do this? Um, yeah, Amy's just not feeling it. So, um, Deanne says that she feels like if everyone can work together, they can pull this off. So they actually go to the school and talk to some of the kids who I guess were helped by this organization. And Amy was not feeling it at first. Um, and some of these kids had really been through some shit. Some of these kids were like on had been on crack, had been on meth, had been in gangs. These kids really had it rough. And Amy, after listening to these kids talk, she said that she feels like she can her and some of the other girls in the house can relate to some of these kids in some kind of way as being someone, you know, who was always in trouble so amy's starting to warm up to the idea uh so now we're starting to see all these connections these girls seem to have out of fucking nowhere um so carrie has a friend who owns a bar that they want to use for the venue for the charity event um and they start giving out flyers for the event not the best idea because then deanne gets a call from this guy and he Let's her know that the day that they were planning on doing it may not be the best day for the event and they may have to change it. Problem is they already told people, they already gave out flyers and they booked talent for that day. So Deanne is stressing out. And Jojo says, you know, one I guess one of the bands that was um was supposed to perform is uh, one of Jojo's friends is in the band. Um, and she said that they're a big band, quote unquote, and they pulled out of a paid gig to do this. So they can't be playing around with their schedule. I really want to know who this band is because I bet it's someone who's not even famous now. 
who is this big band that she knows people in girl okay um again all these people seem to have connections i'm like where do all these goddamn connections come from um so yeah dn's tripping she's panicking i almost can't breathe i don't know what to do i am panicking all the stress from making this charity event work i feel like i have to vomit my nerves are shot there's so much work to be done if we don't all work together and be serious about it and passionate about it it's get all apart and again here we go with the connections again so amy is friends with trey aka trevor from old town and she calls him up and is like hey would you be interested in doing this event and he was all for it he was like you don't even have to worry about paying me i just really want to be there so um that worked out but again where are all these connections coming from um so uh you know things are kind of falling apart but kind of coming together for this event um so we kind of shift over a little bit and zara wants to talk to amy and get some stuff off of her chest um they reflect on their past issues with each other and amy says that she tells zara that she's surprised that she actually stayed the whole time and that she doesn't necessarily agree with everything zara does but she likes her overall as a person all right so we have now reached i told y'all i was gonna breeze through this shit it's really not that much um i skip something here we go okay we have reached the last full day in the house steve comes by to say bye to dn he comes by with act like actual flour like flour you use for baking you know i guess he's trying to be funny instead of flowers he brought flour <sighs> whatever um they you know hug and you know they're like yeah, you know it was nice meeting you nice knowing you whatever the fuck um the girls all look over photos from their time there jojo starts to get emotional talking about talking about everything which is hilarious because what she was in that house for maybe like a month probably a month <laughs> like okay but zara says that zara points it out zara says that the last two girls couldn't even comprehend what the other the og group has been through even dn because dn got there pretty you know early on um and I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so the girls start packing their stuff up before um, they head down for the event. So, of course, there's this whole dramatic thing. And it's just like, okay, why are you showing the girls during setup? This is during the setup part anyway. They organized the thing, so they should be there early. I don't know why we're doing this dramatic thing. Like, oh, there's nobody here. Like, duh, the thing just fucking started. So... They do this dramatic thing where they're showing all them waiting for people to start arriving. And, of course, they start filing in. And um, the guy from O-Town performs his little song or whatever. I still want to know how he knows Amy. That's so funny. 
Um, and then Tomic, the night can't be complete without Tomic and his buddies coming to harass Zara because Zara was outside, like, um, you know, taking the, uh, you know, she was at the door, like taking the money. And uh, so Tomic and his buddies come to harass her. He calls her a wench. Like, again, Zara had her very annoying moments, but the way Tomic would speak about her was like so disgusting sometimes it's just so mean it was so much disdain I, I thought that was mean but anyway she's like security get these guys the fuck out of here they're getting on my goddamn nerves trying to get tickets for me for free drinks get a life find somebody else to harass really don't talk why are you standing i'll talk to you where's hoss i will get my bodyguard out here it's one in the brown tomic was an ass and i called him out on it and he doesn't like it when people call him out i regret everything i've ever done with tomic i regret hanging out with him i regret talking to him i regret everything um, so Deanne is super happy with how the event turned out. They made a lot of money. They actually exceeded their goal, according to Deanne. And um, they're in the limo talking about the event. And sorry about that. And JoJo says that Zara was in the men's bathroom doing some nasty shit. <laughs> I think she was in there with a man. I don't know what was going on. But, you know, she wouldn't enjoy her last night in L.A. But, see, I told y'all that shit with her boyfriend, was, she was full of shit. She was she still wanted to do what she wanted to do. Um, now, this is another comment I feel did not age well. This season was full of comments that did not age well. And uh, Amy says that for the charity, they should have auctioned off blowjobs from Zara. And she says that's why men treat women like the way that they do. Yeah, a comment like that would, like, not fly in 2020. I think it's self-explanatory. I don't need to explain why this comment is not the best thing to say. Um, And then the, all the girls, like, get out of the car and Zara is still, like, sleeping in the limo. I thought that whole segment was so fucking funny. Where the guy was like, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> you could tell it was all, like, played up. But yeah, I was like, ma'am, ma'am, we're here. You could see just, like, snoring in the back of the limo. So... The next morning, the girls are all leaving, and they show this montage, this montage, and it's all just hugs, and they, you know, they do this the thing where they like they like freeze the screen on the girl, and they have these stupid, funny updates that I did not write down because they were dumb, and none of them were actual real updates. Um, and then the only one that really like transitioned to anything was Zara. It was like Zara got sick of her small town life and called some of her bad girl friends for a road trip. Bad girls club road trip coming soon. And that was like, okay, great. So we know that's coming. That's great. The rest of it made no fucking sense. So I've only been recording for 15 minutes. So I think I'm going to go ahead and make this uh, a condensed episode. And I'm going to go ahead and cover the reunion in the second part of this episode. I'm going to take a little break. And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cover the quote-unquote reunion. And then we can be done with talking about season two. <laughs> All right, I'll be back in a little bit.
out of the house a couple weeks ago and I can't believe how hard it was. We've definitely grown together and went through a lot of experiences. Andrea and Joanna, your car's here. Don't cry, you'll piss me off. Um, oh, wow. wow. Don't, don't. don't. She's going to be all teary-eyed. Come here, Amy. I love you. Shout out. I do love you. Okay, I don't do this for too long. Are you about to cry? You happy? Everybody's calling me cry now. <laughs> They've asked some of us to come back, and we finally get to see what you have been watching the whole time. I am terrified to see what we have been doing in the bad girl's house. I just, I don't want to see this footage. It's scary. All right, we are back from um, my little break. Thank you for being patient, I guess. Yeah, so now we're going <laughs> to... Sorry. Now we're going to cover the quote-unquote reunion episode called Shrink Wrapped. It premiered May 1st, 2007. And it was definitely shrink wrapped. Like, it was short. It wasn't a full hour. I think reunions are from later on are all like an hour. Um, But this was like the same length of, as a regular episode. Not even all the girls were there. And there was like no drama. It, it wasn't, it definitely was not what we think of when we think of a bad girls reunion. It wasn't even what we think of when we think of like a real housewives reunion. Like there was just, it was just, or, or like a, uh, a drag race reunion. It was nothing like that. It was so boring. And they had this guy there who may or may not have been a real psychologist. I think he was an actor because if y'all remember, y'all remember season i think it was season 12 i don't know what season they had that lady start coming in but i remember her from season 12 specifically and um i don't even remember her name but she was supposed to be like a therapist that bitch turned out to be a fucking actress and most of the people on those kind of shows those therapy shows those are not real fucking therapists so i don't even know what to believe about this guy i really don't so let's get started. So this takes place at the house a couple weeks after they have moved out. According to Zara, she says they're finally going to see all the stuff that, you know, is going to air on TV. And um, Ripsy and Zara are the first two there, which this was a very cute reunion, I have to admit. Um, because I thought their friendship was cute, even though it was toxic. Not toxic with them fighting each other, but just... Like, it seemed like they loved each other. It was just the drinking. It's like, you, your friendship should be based on more than just drinking. Um, Ripsy has got some new extensions. Um, it's I think it's cute on her. I think it's pretty. And so, yeah, we meet the guy who's like the quote-unquote host. He's a psychoanalyst or psycho, I don't know. He's a fucking actor. So let's move on. <laughs> I don't know his name. I don't didn't write down his name. I don't give a fuck what his name is. So Ripsy sits down with him first, 
and she sees the footage of her rampage her drunken rampage and she's very embarrassed and she like wanted to stop the video she was like stop the video i don't want to look at this anymore i'm very embarrassed and then um she you know she finally is like okay i'll watch the rest so she watches more of it she is cringing the whole time she is having a hard time watching this um and i would too if if it had been me um she said that she has thought about this every day since she left the house and she says that what it comes down to is she really wasn't feeling comfortable in the house and people were picking on her and making comments which that was happening that was happening and she said that one thing that kind of triggered her was when Carrie when they all kind of go around telling them how they're bad girls Carrie says that she's a control freak and she's manipulating which I can see that I see that in Carrie um and that triggered Ripsy and she was like "Mm, I have to watch this person and ain't nothing wrong with that I can see that completely so after Ripsy's session with the fake therapist is done she talks to Zara and gives her like the play-by-play on um what just happened and you know they're kind of just chatting it up again this is not like the typical reunion format it's weird and the, the pacing of it's strange so next up amy comes in she don't care who this man is she says she is cranky and she is tired so she's already over it when she walks in um and she watches footage of her fight with ty and when he asks her about it she stands firm on well i was defending myself i was defending myself um and she says that she does have some embarrassment but she was embarrassed about the fact that she was spit on on tv um and i have to say i see where she's coming from it's like if someone spits on me or pushes me I have the right to defend myself and um granted the argument didn't even need to get where it was and I think there were like I said there was some previous tension and that was causing Amy to yell at um Ty the way she was because it was so stupid she all she had to do was pick the thing up and help carry it they were all helping carry stuff but again it didn't get physical until Ty started that part so it would have been nice for Amy to at least admit that it didn't even need to escalate as far as it did, but that it, that's not what happened. She said, you know, there's no other way we could have resolved this or do this different. It got, you know, once it got physical, I had to defend myself. Um, and she has no interest in talking to Ty about it, so we're not going to get that. And um, she says the doctor is an idiot. And then, so then she goes back to the other girls and she tells them about how her session went down. All right. Next up is Ty. And Ty, (laughs) she like pretty much admits, she's like, I'm here because y'all asked me to be. She's like, whatever. So she watches the fight and she's laughing at the fight. She thinks it's funny. And then they bring in Leslie and Leslie he was like are you happy to see each other she was like oh we hang out all the time because i think they both are from atlanta so 
they see each other all the time anyway. Oh my god, I lost my place in my notes. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is my girl. I see her all the time. And um, she, you know, so he asked about her feelings about Ty getting into that fight. And she said she was angry and hurt that Ty had to leave. And um, as we saw on the show. Also, I want to point out, Leslie looked so pretty. Like, she easily looked the best out of everybody. And it's not like she had this crazy outfit on or anything, but it was something about her hair and makeup. I don't know if she did it herself. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure she didn't do the hair herself, but the makeup, I don't know if she did it herself, but it was so pretty. Like, she looked so good. But she, something about Leslie, she is just classically pretty. She reminds me of a time. Like, if you're someone who grew up watching, like, rap videos and stuff like that, uh, rap and R&B videos, the women, the, like, the black women they used to have in these videos were, like, so out of this world fucking pretty, and, um, you know, I'm not gonna go into it too much, but, like, that pre-BBL era, which, because a lot of people like to say the girls weren't getting surgeries back then. They were, but it wasn't to the extremes that it is now, um man like she reminds me of that time of those like beautiful like natural looking black women um yeah she reminds me of that she's so pretty she is so pretty um okay (laughs) i'm gonna move on (laughs) but um yeah so um the guy brings up a word that sets Ty off. He says he brings up that what she did could have possibly been a form of self-sabotage. And she gets pissed when he brings that up. And she just says, like, I really hate that you're using that term. I don't like it. Sabotage, that's not it's the wrong term to use. I don't like it. Like she just really, really didn't like it. And um then um Zara comes in, and the three of them watch the footage of Le- all of Leslie's sad moments. Lily gets emotional, and you know Zara admits that it was hard when it was hard for her when Leslie left. Um, and you know, as we saw on the show, yeah, she did kind of take that kind of hard. Um, so next up, Carrie arrives, and he asks Carrie about talking to Ripsy. She's like, mm, okay, maybe. Um, and then she watches the footage of the rampage. She gets emotional. And then she starts this fucking narrative again that nobody helped me. Nobody helped me. Jody got her fucking eyes scratched out almost. You don't see her whining about nobody helping her. Like, girl, but the thing is, I did see people stepping in to help you. I see why Leslie didn't step in because Leslie was still bothered by that other situation where she stepped in to help somebody. But the other girls did step in and help you. Stop lying. Like, don't get me wrong. She's the victim in this situation, but it's like, goddamn, girl. Um, But Carrie just wants a genuine apology from Ripsy. So Ripsy comes in. Ripsy apologizes to her. And she says she was just depressed and missed her family. And they hug it out. And then Carrie says that she doesn't believe her. So what was the point of this then? 
you want an apology, you got an apology, you still don't fucking believe the girl. The girl told you why she did what she did and what she was going through at the time. It's still not a fucking enough for you. And then I'm pretty sure she said she like cut back on the drinking a lot since she'd been home or she just stopped drinking altogether. I think one of the two. But she... This is clearly a girl who comes from... And I'm not making excuses for her, but this is a girl, especially knowing her situation, this is definitely a girl who comes from money. She probably comes from a sheltered background. And she said that she, she don't normally go out and do stuff like that. She don't be drunk like that. And I think it was just too much too fast. You took a sheltered person right out of the shelter into the fucking jungle and she couldn't handle it. That's all it was. But for Carrie to do all that and then get an apology and then still be tripping, it's like, girl, you'll never be fucking happy. It doesn't matter what this girl says or does to you. I think that's why um, Zara and Ripsy bonded so much because they were both kind of these sheltered, spoiled girls who got to just do whatever they wanted finally. So, <laughs> you know, um, overall, I guess uh, I'll give my final thoughts on this season as a whole. Um, it was okay. It did have some fun moments. It had, it, you know, it had some fun, memorable moments. The cast was decent, but it's, it's this, this format is completely different from what Bad Girls Club has become later as far as like replacements and things like that. And, um, the type of people they choose. And I think for this, I think like, when this show first started, I think the goal was like kind of to improve and reform. And so they, I think that's why they picked girls that just weren't that, weren't that good for reality TV, so to speak. And once the show goes in a different direction, you see them searching for different, a different type of girl. So yeah, I mean, the first season of anything is different from everything else. If you watch the first season of sex in the city it is so drastically different from uh the rest of the seasons so you know this was a show finding its footing and um i'm just ready to get to season two (laughs) all right (laughs) bye-bye